How you doing? Welcome back. Call it looking show. What, what episode? I don't even know. A lot. Uh, 16, maybe? 16. They Sweet blur 16. together, dude. Sweet 16. Uh-oh. This is 16 weeks, guys. And we took a week off. That's a... We've been doing this for a while. I'm proud of us. Yeah, yeah. and we did we did two midweek episodes. Don't forget no, that. We are good. We are good. Yeah, and I survived a fire too. So that yeah. yeah. Joe almost burned down. He's back though. Certified fire survivor. Rising from the ashes, Joe Balzano. You know who's not rising from the ashes? David Wright. David Wright. Oh, Rest in peace. R.I.P. In peace to David Wright. Uh, uh, actually, a phenomenal career coming to in a you know a. a a much sought after end. I feel like everyone kind of knew it was coming and it was just kind of a waiting game. So yeah, now we're done. Years in the minors. Yeah. I mean, can you hats off to him though? Great career. Even if it was cut short by injuries. I mean, guy was a Mets icon, an absolute legend. I mean, Joe, you can, you can attest to this more than anyone else. Uh, yeah. You know, the impact I mean, he had. The very awaited Joe eulogy for David Wright. Exactly. This guy, this guy's my Jeter, man. I've been saying that all week. Like when David Wright retires, that's, I will never have a Derek Jeter, but this is as close as I'm ever going to get to that guy. Easily. Yeah. It, it, and oh, Conforto, I understand. Conforto. Well, maybe, but it's too, he's no, too young. I'm joking. Yeah, I mean, I'm joking. I understand that his career was cut short, and he only had really like eight, nine good years, but he was the model of consistency. He was the guy that made me want to turn on Mets games when the Mets were just terrible. So that, that was... He was the guy, man. I, I, I'm really upset. Like, I'm genuinely upset. And I will be going to his last game, too. It's it's terrifying to think, like, just, like, five to six years ago, he was, you know, out there all the time making every play and, and playing lockdown third base. I mean, it doesn't seem that long ago that David Wright was making an impact. And now it's like, you look back two years down the line, it's like, wow, he, he really hasn't uh, hasn't been making a difference for a while. It, it's, it's a real shame because... The talent was obviously there. I mean, Mets all-time leader in hits. There, the list goes on. But yeah, I, I would give him my back too to keep playing. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't need it. Right. So he can have no, it if he wants. Yeah, it. Joe, you definitely do. You probably have like scoliosis though. Let's be honest. <laughs> his, his his spine is in like six pieces. I, I, my scoliosis True. back is way better than that. <laughs> Listen, I, I never I never really cared much for David Wright, despite that he was just like a very good third baseman. But a stat that I never realized though. You know he's twentieth in uh, career active war really? in the league. Yeah, That's among good. active players, he's twentieth. Yeah. He's also, yeah. I think, twenty fourth in all time OBP, which is another amazing stat that nobody knows. All right, wait, yeah, wait, that's, wait. Ridic- that's crazy. David Wright Hall of Fame. What do you no. think? No, no, I, I would love it, but it's definitely it's, not first ballot. No, no, no yeah. question about that. I, I don't think he's getting in, but he he's one of those guys that everyone almost wants to get in. Like, he might just because he's, fa- like he's a fan favorite. That's what I'm saying. So everyone's like, you know, if you're a good guy, no matter what you say, I mean, you look at it, A-Rod's probably going to get kept out of the Hall of Fame because people, you know, call him a bad guy. So right. could David Wright being, a, you know, a, a great person and, and everything that you see, could that affect his, his Hall of Fame status? I, I think so, yeah, at least. That affects it for sure, yeah. I don't think he'll get in, yeah. though. I, I think he'll just no. be short. But no a lot of people are going to want again, though. You think? Oh, that's a retired number, no doubt. When you yeah. get captain, it's like auto, auto retirement, auto retirement of that number. You can't, you can't just give a guy captain, let him be the. He was actually the face of the Mets for a, a good ten, ten years. years. Ten years, even when he was hurt, he was the face. Yeah, up until probably last year when I mean now Degrom and 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 Thor are are taking that mantle, but 
I mean, up until then, the, they they were clinging to David Wright. He was their superstar. Yeah, you know? and this does Absolutely. free up cap space, too. I mean, I know we were getting insurance on him, but now it's another $20 million per year for the next three that we don't it's have to so use on him. Oh, I can't wait for them to spend it on Todd Frazier and Jay Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both, I love mediocre veterans. Or Dom Smith, who has yet to ever show they can hit a baseball. Right, yeah. right. It, They're gonna they'll trade Degrom and then just sign some like Jason Vargas to a twelve year deal. <laughs> That's Dude, the, the sad way. thing is. The sad thing is, those are all true things. Like not the Degrom not signing him, but like Jason Vargas, Jay Bruce, and Todd Frazier are all on the Mets and all declining rapidly. Yeah. Speaking of Degrom, though, like speaking of Degrom, uh, you, you know that he's gonna win the Cy Young. It's, yeah. it's a guaranteed thing at this point. Right, so Joe, you're jumping right into that. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna break down our Cy Young uh, AL NL. Yeah, big, big, so I guess we'll start with the NL. Huge segment. No, we should start AL. Well, Joe, Joe already led us into the NL. Let's just let's just go ride ride with it. So he's okay. There's there's actually less candidates in the NL than the AL. It's just the people in the NL are clear cut. The AL, yeah, exactly. The AL, no. there's like 25 no, million people. Like and you're crazy for thinking so. The AL's wide open. The NL, I feel like, is is less wide cut. One guy, one guy. No, go ahead, say go ahead. I'm gonna I'm yeah, gonna give you my shot. It's the Grom, yeah. and it's it's yeah, not a it's, question. it's it's the Grom to me, of course. Okay, but what what determinations did you make statistically to say that Jacob Degrom should win the Cy Young? ERA, right? Uh, yeah, the one point seven nine ERA, and the fact that he has given no given no run support every single night out, and the guy still dominates twenty two consecutive quality starts. That longevity is what wins yeah, you. I'll give you that. Listen, wait, wait, wait. hold on, hold on. Let me drop um, some numbers on you, Kyle. So he has 22 straight quality starts. He has 30 starts on the year. How, like, is there really anything more you can ask for? That is in the year. So he doesn't even have the most. So what is it? Why is that number relevant? 22 in a row is more no, than matters more to me. What do you say? Why is 30 relevant? 30 starts he has. He has 30 starts. Yeah, but he has 22 in a row on the on that. So. Of those eight starts before that, think about that. He has gone pretty much the entire season, quality start after quality start after quality start, six innings, less three or less runs. And most times, it's more than six innings and less than three runs. It's unprecedented. It, it really is. It's unbelievable. No, and you've never no seen a guy on a bad team like this. His case per nine are high. He's, he's got everything. He's got a ton of strikeouts. Whips low. doesn't everything. have his case per nine. I, it doesn't matter if he doesn't have the highest. He has the most well-rounded stats. All right, I'm going to give you well-rounded stats, okay? Mm-hmm. Are you prepared? I'm prepared. All right. This was my determination. I brought in several statistics. ERA, strikeouts, whip, games pitched, Ks per nine, totals, total batters faced. In my opinion, some of the most important stats. Out of every other one of those stats, he, he leads in one of them. He's second in strikeouts. Yeah, he only leads in one. All right. He's second in strikeouts. He's second in second in whip. He's second in games pitch tied. He's second in Ks per nine. And he's like third in total batters faced. But who has five of those categories? Max Scherzer. First in strikeouts. First in whip. Here we go again. First in Ks per nine. First in total batters faced. Third in ERA. 
So instead of having first in your array and nothing in all the rest, I'd rather an actual well-rounded pitcher. How's that for stats? Okay. All right, you have 0.8 of a run lower of an ERA, 26 less strikeouts, 0.04 on the whip, the record I, I'm disregarding, game pitched, there's a one-star difference, case per nine is less than one strikeout per nine innings. It's can not as if can we agree Scherzer is blowing him out of the water in any of those numbers. No chance. Yeah, but neither is DeGrom's not blowing Max Scherzer out of the water in ERA either. Oh, but a, well, an ERA is, to have he's under blowing, two ERA is insane. ERA is great, but he's not blowing him out of the water. It's not like Max has got a three. He's got a 2.443. DeGrom has a 1.78. That, that is you can right just there. Feel, like, seeing a 1.78 You can feel is, when uh, it's someone's Cy Young season. This is DeGrom's Cy Young season. I don't yeah. think the voters are going to be determined. Si. No one wants to determine si young based on feeling. That, but that's how R.A. Dickey won it, and that's how Rick Porcello won it too. If you think any any otherwise, it's just not true. It's just how it goes. That is not true. Even Arietta, even Arietta, it was Arietta's year. The sub two ERA the second half of the season. Okay. And, no and what does the ground have? The four, I'm saying sub two ERA for the entire yeah. season. No one else was even close for Arietta. Max Scherzer is. That's it true. is though. Clayton Kershaw was right next to Arietta, right next to him. His teammate Lester was right next to Jake Arietta. And what about what about Granky? Granky had an under two ERA that year too. Like it's not as if these guys don't you know. So you're saying that Arietta was chosen by feeling that year. What is so? How does that make any sense? Because you can just there is a feeling. You can tell when a guy is having a Cy Young season. Degrom is a Cy Young candidate and a Cy Young winner probably. Because of how dominant he has been start to finish. There has been no one even close this year in terms of just pure production. And regardless of the two record. On the on the NL I, side, dominance, there's no one close. Yeah, he, he comes out every single start and is good. And Scherzer just had a bad start. Just recently had a bad start. DeGrom having a bad start rolling right through. I don't think it's as clear cut as you say. That's all. Scherzer leads in a lot of categories. I, I agree that it's it's not like cut and dry. Degrom's won it, but it's definitely so trending that way. It's definitely, definitely trending that way. So you changed your mind from the beginning. No, I, I, well, I think, I mean, I'm saying there's a gap. I don't think it's a huge gap, but I think Degrom is the clear winner. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I, I agree. Now we'll see. We'll see at the end. I we think will. the eight win loss records really going to come back and bite him in the ass. I don't All think right. it should. I don't think it should, but it's gonna. No, it's not. It won't. Sure, it's one with a bad with a bad win loss record. It's not impossible. Um. Anyway, so, wait, let's shift gears. Let's just shift gears. We're going to the AL. Um. I'm just gonna rattle off the the contenders that we have listed here. We have Chris Sale, obviously Blake Snell, Justin Verlander, Corey Kluber, and Trevor Bauer. And I'm gonna preface this by saying, in at least in my opinion, Kluber and Bauer are kind of on the outside looking in and the yeah, top three the are edge. Sale, Snell, and Verlander. That's just my opinion. I agree. I agree. So, Scaff, who do you have? Okay. This was tough. Not going to lie. But I do value strikeouts. I do value pitching a lot. And uh, I, I'm going to have to go with Justin Verlander. Agreed. For a few weeks. I agree. I, okay, go ahead. He leads the strikeouts by, by 40. Yep. He has the most games pitched by, uh, I think he's got, he leads Sale by seven. Snell by four. four. Yeah, Kluber's two behind, but that's but Kluber's on he's the other side. Point nine nine Ks per nine, basically twelve, and he's got two hundred more batters faced than Chris Sale, 
and 100 yeah. more than Blake Snell, 130 more than Blake Snell. Yeah, he, no, he. I, I agree with you. He's my no. he's my winner because no. of the the overall value of his numbers. Now I understand all that. I understand that the batter's face means something, but to me, and I know that you know health is another thing that plays into it. But um, when you're talking about like Blake Snell as a as an individual, he's been better when he's been on the mound. I don't know if that's enough for him to win the Cy Young alone, but. Blake Snell has been better when he's been pitching compared to Justin Verlander in basically every facet of his game, especially because of the- how does that how does that make any sense? Statistically, you're saying? Yeah, statistically, he's I think he's been better in wins. Lower ERA, ERA, more wins. You can't think statistically. You have to like okay. it has to be true. Well, then I know ERA wise, wins wise, he's been better, and I don't think that we should give it to Verlander because he has forty more strikeouts. If we're gonna give it to okay. anyone, we it's Chris. We Dale. can't give it to Snell for the wins and then give it to Degrom and discount his wins. So okay, we got gaudy numbers like nineteen and five is. I mean, especially on a team that's not great, nineteen and that's five looks a lot better for them. <laughs> yeah. And, it's a double-edged sword. There's two. There's you know, it's tough. It's tough to navigate both because they're different circumstances. So, if Blake Snell was dominating the way Degrom was, it'd be different. If you're so, if you're saying Blake Snell deserves a Cy Young because because of stats, I mean, he's got a lower ERA than Verlander, but he doesn't have the lowest ERA. It's Chris well, Sale. Also, like when you watch Blake Snell, you know he's carried a no hitter into the seventh inning three times this year. Yeah, that's but another I mean, thing that matters. That dominance that matters. matters. Compared to the body of work, I think that the one I, I'm just gonna inter- interject here. I think because you mentioned Chris Sale, I think the one thing holding Sale back. I mean, it, it's obvious. It's been this last month and a half where he hasn't really pitched. Curious. Absolutely. I mean, it, the guy hasn't allowed a run pitched. though since July 6th. I hope like let that sink in. That's like he's had at least six starts. He's gone zeros across the board every game. It is yeah. Uh, it's a tremendous run and. and it's almost a shame that he didn't get, you know, the 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 numbers, the volume that these other guys have. Because if he did, and he kept he'd be on the pace by a mile, if he did, be, yeah, he would be a runaway, runaway. This can be a question if he started enough games. I mean, who do you think is pitching more, Trevor Bauer or Chris Sale? Uh, if you just guess. Uh, I would say. I would guess. Without so without read, without reading the question, you know, who who would you expect to have pitched more? Bauer or Sale? Sale. Sale. Right. Sale. Sale. Dude, Bauer's faced 100 more batters than Chris Sale. I know. Wow. That's, I know. See, that's a big spread. That's And they have the same amount of starts, though. That's the thing. Right. Because Sale's starts. whip is so much lower. It's because Sale's whip is lower. Yeah. So that's it. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. And then it, Sale also strikes out, like, way more batters than Bauer. So I guess 13, that's a load of... 13 and a third batters per nine innings, which is... Actually Historic. ridiculous. Actually okay. ridiculous. I wish that I could just say Chris Sales is Cy Young, but he just didn't start enough games. That's yeah. just it. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 a tragedy. The thing is, do you guys see? I think Verlander put up twelve Ks today. That does that? Are, are he's these a, numbers? Are these numbers updated? We got right here. Yeah, they're updated for. They're oh, updated. Right. Okay, because I was gonna say if you add another twelve to that, man, he's got one hundred and eighty-one strikeouts now. I mean, yeah. 281. It'd be 281. I apologize. But he's, yeah. not, he's 269. Which is nice. Um, Fucking absurd. Yeah, that's no, what, crazy. It's worth more than Snell, and that's 70 more than Snell. It's just so many. All right. It is. Yeah, I mean, the, the, those races, again, it, both They're leagues tight. are pretty tight. I, I think the AL is way more up in the air than the NL because the NL, 
I mean, I, I don't, I don't historic performances. Closer race in the AL, but not over in the NL. Well, it's, the NL field is also, I believe, more talented. Like, I feel like those are, those are the front line. Like, those are the guys that are having the best years. Like, Scherzer and DeGrom are, are having the two best seasons right now, with Sale lagging behind just because of his lack of starts, in my opinion. If you had to give, like, a, a league Cy Young, like a, like a total Cy Young for the DeGrom. league, I think that it would DeGrom. be, uh, um, in some order, it would be either be, like, Scherzer, DeGrom, Verlander or Degrom, Verlander, Scherzer. What like I feel like you could. Yeah, it's interchangeable. Right, just because all of them have just done so well, and none none of those three have gotten hurt at all. Yeah, no. Degrom had that scare in the beginning of the season. Don't forget that he barely missed a start. No, no, I know, but I'm saying like he. There was a time where matchup to Jacob Degrom. You know, something went wrong and he was out. Shit in his pants about that. That was so funny. Oh, it was great. I'm pretty sure Joe traded for him in fantasy. Yeah, right after that too. Yeah, I, I did. did. Yeah. So, right. so you're doing Degrom, Mark. You're Degrom Verlander. Yep. Oh, you're uh, Degrom Snell. Yeah. I'm Scherzer Verlander. Okay. Yes. All right. Like the middleman. I connect both of you guys. You guys right. disagree. I agreed with both of you. Right. At the end of the year, when this really comes to fruition. Yeah. I mean, I'll believe in mine for a lifetime if that ain't a great transition. All right, Adam <laughs> Joe. So speaking of a lifetime, how about we gotta... you are a radio guy. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mark. <laughs> yeah, Joe. Geez. All right. So um, obviously, Mike Trout has uh, his contract isn't running out. I mean, isn't going on forever. But the Angels are trying to make it go on forever. They're si- they're trying to get him to sign a lifetime contract after this season. And I believe his free agency season is. Not two, I believe it's two years after this one, if I'm not it's mistaken. 2020, 2020 free agent. Oh, all right. So it's okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's two years Three after years. this one. All right. I was right. Just uh, okay. Whatever. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I, I need to validate myself in some way. I, you know, I, I want to be smart. <laughs> um, so what do you guys make of this? The whole in, in, in the whole situation with this contract and how. If you were Mike Trout, what do you do? Would you go with the Angels, or would you just say, "Hell no"? He's gonna ask for a billion dollars. Oh God! Billion dollars. That that might be it. Playing this to like the LeBron James billion dollar thing from Nike. Yes, that's exactly what. That's but you can be like you can be in advertisements when you're 80 as LeBron James. You can't be playing baseball. You can though. Like if you're gonna sign a lifetime contract with the Angels, I'm assuming that means like PR stuff too. So. well, he first of all doesn't do any PR stuff. Do the math. That's four, say he played till he's forty. That's fourteen years for a billion dollars. It's an annual value of like a fuck ton. Yeah, I, I get that. Nice. I'm saying like, but they're they're paying him to wear. They're basically buying stock. Like Mike Trout is buying stock in the Angels by signing this deal. Like he is right. an angel he's owning and, it, owner. Yeah, exactly. He's much. a part-time owner of of the comp, of the club. That's how it works. I want to know if you guys think it's a good. If it was fuck the money, it's going to be a shit ton of money. It won't be a billion dollars, but I want to know if you think it's a good move for the Angels, not Trout. Trout's oh, getting a great the money. move for the Angels. Are you kidding me? Wherever he goes, he's getting money. So is it generational talent as long as you can. He he does. Yeah, exactly, Joe. He does not. He's almost. He, he is like LeBron in that sense where he. You cannot put a number on him because he is. So valuable across the board in every single statistic. He does everything. He could bat leadoff. He could bat fourth. He could even bat ninth. I don't know why the hell you'd ever have him bat ninth, but he could. He could do anything. 
The guy, he's un- unbelievable. I've never seen a, a baseball player quite like him in, in my life. I, I mean. Let me ask you a question. Go. Would you have signed Albert Pujols to a lifetime deal when he was 26 years old? Yes. I, I You know, that's a great point because yeah. I would have. Absolutely. Despite, Absolutely. despite the fact that Albert Pujols stinks now and he's got almost a negative war. But when Pujols was 26 and had seven more years of being productive, I, I think those seven years pay for it. They, no, but that, he's, he really wasn't, though. When was the last time he was good? When when the Cardinals won the World Series, and then he left. Yeah, that was 2011, yeah. my friend. Yeah, that was that was seven years ago. He was wow. good seven years ago. Wow. And you, I'm would have knowing what you know, you would have signed him to a lifetime deal. I would not get rid of a talent like that. I I'm you know what but I you I stick by. And you could have signed him for ten years instead of signing for the lifetime. What are you not understanding about that? Why would you have? Signed, you know that Pujols is bad now, and you still would want him on your team forever. Well, I wouldn't want him. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't want him, but I wouldn't know what I know now. I, if I knew now, yeah, it's different. No, but hindsight's twenty twenty. You can look at everything and say that. Would the, can you use the Yankees that? signed Jacoby Ellsbury? Like, all those deals, you can, can you look back and make a decision now. Let me let me give you some stats. Age 26 season, Mike Trout debuted at 19, and Pujols debuted at 21. In average, Pujols leads. On base percentage, slugging, Pujols. K percentage, Pujols. Home runs, Pujols. Hits, Pujols. RBIs, Pujols. At age 26, Trout's got okay. two more years. But, but, our pools also was always on a good team, always in the middle of the lineup. Mike Trout, and you, roll the and you didn't too. get the defensive value. Mike Trout seals no. way higher. Good first more, base. He was a great first baseman, but guess what? Center field's a lot more important than first base. And it's you, you it's work someone in that first base. You sign someone to a life defensive war. God Almighty! No, I'm not saying that, but I, I'm saying. Trout overall is a better player than Albert Pujols. It's it's cut and dry. Six. If they were both twenty six right now, he wouldn't be. And now Albert Pujols sucks. So but I'm saying Mike, it's gonna, it's Mike gonna Trout have also built Trout. differently. Mike Trout is a what? physical prototype. They he is the machine. <laughs> <laughs> to call him machine. I end, all right. They called him the machine because he hit baseballs for a fucking living. Mike Trout does it around the ball. He does everything, and he's not. First baseman. You I don't cannot see just... Mike Trout's body breaking down like Pujols did. I think Mike you... Trout was a different general manager. I, I, I actually, Kyle's changed my mind. This is the first time ever in this like show that I've been, my mind's been changed by Mark... one of you guys. I, my mind's changed. I don't want to sign on a lifetime deal. But the thing it's is, a... you, pay, you pay for the lifetime deal because guess what? You know he's not going anywhere. Good. Yeah. The Angels are bad, and I and that's probably why Trout won't resign there. But if you're the Angels, you leap at that opportunity. You don't lose Mike Trout. You don't let him walk away. Just so if your argument with Jacob Degrom, you don't let him walk away. Yeah, but you don't lose him if you sign him for ten years. You don't need to sign him forever. But say you say you, Mike Trout, you say I'll give you twenty five million for every year you play for the rest of your career. That's probably what it'll be. It won't be like lifetime till you die. It'll be you know. You could, as yeah, long as obviously, it, it, lifetime of his career. It's not like lifetime. We're gonna give him a seventy-year deal. Obviously not. We're gonna pay him tw- like twenty-five million dollars a year to hit two fifty and almost have a negative WAR. He Call me just, when he Mike Trout's hitting two fifty. Part of, part of my, my, 
was hitting 250 and was better than Mike Trout. Who? Who hosts? Okay. But Part of the contract could be that after he retires, he's going to become the weatherman. Right? Yeah. That's possibility. definitely it. That's definitely was the it. part of the lifetime contract. Put him on there. I'm saying, knowing what you know about players just getting older and becoming bad, despite their nicknames being the machine and having better numbers than Mike Trout, I don't think you sign him. It's just just a dog shit move. I, I can't... I can't agree with you because I, I Mike Trout to me is easily the best player I've ever seen, better than Albert Pujols. Like I don't care what his numbers he are. He just six had, years. Right. Mike Trout has. I I would love to look at it. Seven years. His overall WAR. Where's the WAR? What's the WAR? I would love to know that. The WAR. You want to? We're, okay. we're not getting where on this. We're no, not getting we do, on this. We can do lifetime WAR, or we can do best year WAR. I'll pick. I'll pick 2009 Pujols, his best year by far. Yeah. We find, find what's his name's best year? Trout. Okay. In, let's do it. Let's do it right now. We're I mean, doing it. I know. Let's do it. And I, I would bet Trout is higher. Oh boy. It's a mistake. We're looking. It's a mistake. This Mark. is this is a, this is a this is a big mistake. It's I actually, better, I don't even know how I would even find this stat. Look up, just oh my god! I don't know. I don't know either. Someone we'll have, get that. We'll, we'll have Jake have the corrections at the end of the show. Let's move on. No, no, no corrections. Right. No corrections. Mark's gonna eat his words. Oh my god! You're not letting this one go, huh? Well, I'm I'm fine with it because I know Mike Trout is a is a historic fucking player. I know he is. So. No, he is a historic player, but so is Pujols. Would it? Like that is just how it goes. All right, Pujols, 2009 War, eight point four. Oh my God, Trout beats him. I know Trout has a better WAR this year. Yeah, that's tough. Wow, he has a better WAR this year. Yeah, but now we're giving people like <laughs> I've changed my mind Uh-oh. again. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, I got it. Back, Are you, you decide an MVP based on WAR? Yes. Then who's the MVP in the AL this year? Oh, Javi Baez. Mike Trout. No, dude, Mookie Betts has a higher WAR than Mike Trout. Alright, so then Mookie, sign Mookie to a, long, a lifetime deal too. Let's fucking get all these lifetime <laughs> contracts on. Alright, I'm done. I'm done talking about this. You want to you talk about a team that never will ever sign a player to a lifetime deal? Tampa Bay Rays. Seriously. Spotlight. On, a, on a serious note, spotlight season. Here we go. Uh, shining it right on uh, St. Pete. We're going to, we're going to uh, Florida for this one. The Tampa Bay Rays are reinventing the game. Let's just say that. Um, I, I, I'm interested to know their records since they shifted from we start guys to we start relievers. Like, you know, they just kind of threw it. They did. And it was a couple weeks in and they were already eight games under 500. So it's at least 20 games, which yeah. is unbelievable. I like, listen, the, the Tampa Bay Rays are not only rewriting the game in that way, but they are going to be so fucking good in like two years. I'm giving them really? two years to, for them to develop. Blake Snell is obviously, we talked about it, we don't have to talk about it again, stud. Ryan Yarborough, who they traded for with Pittsburgh, Tyler Glass now, Austin Meadows, these guys are real deal players. And, and, and it doesn't even go beyond them. It goes beyond the guys that I guarantee you don't know the name of, like Joey Wendell, Malik Smith, 
even Joe, Joy Man Choi, who's not doing that bad in the, when he DHs. These guys. That Cross, be- he hit that one walk off. Relax. Yeah. All right. But he's still he's ba- he almost has 20 home runs though. It, it, these guys are really stepping up for a team that has nothing Fred to play for and is still well. playing well. Forgot to mention Honeywell, who's hurt right now. Yep. The pro- their number one prospect. Yeah, they have they have a ton of guys. They have, they have, the the Rays Eight have hours. built their team perfectly for what it is. And you didn't even mention Matt Duffy, another guy that they got. Like, yep, yep, yep. They they have a ton of guys who just have provide the perfect amount of value for what they are. They're they're not gonna be the guys that's gonna win you a World Series, but they're the guys that put together can make you a very very competitive team. And I mean. As you can see, they have 80 wins this year, and what is it, 80 and 66, something like that? Yeah, 82, 82 and 66. They're oh my very god! So there you go. If you were to look at them versus the Indians, they the Indians are a half game better than they are. How crazy is that? Them versus the Nationals, they're like 20 games up. Yeah, but the Nationals aren't a playoff team. The Indians are are a potential playoff team, like they're a contender. In addition to them being good, though, they have the fourth ranked prospects, fourth ranked uh, farm system. They know how to build a team. They're, the people that run Tampa Bay, Kevin Cash, who's their manager, are they are geniuses. They know exactly where to find value and how to develop players and, and everything along those lines. They they do they were, it. They made the they made the World Series like what ever ago? Oh wait. Oh wait. Oh, wait. That's Ten years ago. And they rewrote their team since then. No, but they, it was a couple they had, No, they, it was a couple of tries. They tried to Archer Price. They they had a, they had some tough goes. Well, they, they made the playoffs recently, though. They made it. I know the last time they made, it, I think, was 2013. They lost the Red Sox when the Sox won the World Series. So, I mean, they, it's not like Madden? they beat the Indians. They they beat the Indians. I was pissed. Was that still Joe? Madden? Yeah, that was Joe Madden's. I think it was the second to last season. Yeah, I mean, so that could be the the Rays' problem. It's just a manager, and the fact that the Yankees and the Red Sox are just so damn good. Yeah, I mean, that, that's no, going to no, be no. a problem going forward too. Kevin Cash is a good coach, man. I'm telling you. The guy knows how to. And catch. He was with the, he was with the uh, Indians. He was their bullpen coach, and he he's been great with Tampa. I mean, I want to look at it. I would love to know his record as the Tampa Bay manager because it's probably pretty pretty good. I mean, with the talent they have, the payroll they have, they are getting everything, every drop out of their roster, every drop. Yeah, I, I really like it, and I, I still don't really love the whole start your relievers thing, but it's good. It hasn't, it hasn't not worked for them. It, I was it hasn't say, really it done works, anything. Dude. Yeah, it, 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 it doesn't work. They don't do it every game. I mean, they have no, Snell stuff. They have Snell and Glass now. Those are their only two starters. Yarbrough's been picking up innings too, but Yarbrough usually doesn't start. He usually stop. comes in after like Romo throws an inning. <laughs> is that they've they've always had historically bad attendance in a in a state that's had stor- historically bad attendance, yeah, Florida. Problem. So like that you aren't concerned about their, a dying fan base within Tampa Bay Rays. Well, they've been I a dying that, fan base for the past thirty years. Like yeah, and I say that a young core, like if if they have one more like glimpse of hope, it's this young core. Like what if this is the last chance for the Tampa Bay Rays to stay in Tampa Bay first of all, and then going forward to for them to even a franchise. All right. They they rebranded recently. They were the Devil Rays, and then we turned to the Rays. And then they went to the World Series. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah but, like, they still retained zero fans. Well, the thing is, it's it's just because that market is so bad. It's, it's if you're Tampa Bay. a Rays fan and you're listening, shoot us a voicemail. If we get no voicemails, Tampa Bay should leave. Yeah. <laughs> Tampa Bay doesn't need to be there. Why? Let's go to Connecticut. Come on. We're not getting back on this again. 
There's an untapped market. market. Teams that we keep spotlighting. That's that's not that's not good enough. Wait, who was the other team we said come to Connecticut? The, the Rockies or what? The, oh, the A's. The A's. That's right. Go from the AL West to the AL East. It's just, I mean, I would, nothing than watching somebody play Tampa on your TV. And Tampa's at home. I mean, the Trop is just the worst stadium. Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. It's yeah. so ugly. Worst. Dude, or people in Marlins. Anything in Florida is just so bad. How do people hit the roof with baseballs? Who, like, built the stadium and was like, oh, this is a little low? The catwalks. They got the catwalks up there. That's why. But it's not like it hits it, like, once every, like, every once in a while. It's a point of contention all the time. Oh, yeah. No, and, and people know the rules now. People are like, oh, well, if it hits the second one, it's a home run. If it hits the first one, it's a foul ball. Okay, buddy. If, it, if it hits it and comes back, back in play, it's a fair ball. Uh, yeah, it's some it's some bullshit. I mean, they, who cares? It's it's ridiculous. I, that's a that's a, a real problem for the franchise. Is You're the right. stadium? You're right. Well, this yeah, that stadium needs to be rebuilt. But who who even is their owner? I, there's a million issues with the Rays that go beyond baseball. Their baseball team is pretty damn good though. Let's get that straight. Yeah, they really are. I, I I've been surprised with them all year. If it wasn't for I mean, sad, uh, dominating Sox and dominating Yankees, they would be really in contention. And Oakland, dude. Oakland. If Oakland just didn't go on that run, Tampa Bay's in the wild card right now. Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a possibility. It's, it, it's I mean, not, I out from, like, day one, second one. Yeah. No one thought the Rays would be here, and, I mean, they really aren't anywhere, like, here. There's nothing to... But 16 teams over 500, you, you've already clinched a record above 500. Like, yeah, no matter what happens the rest of the season. When you exceed your own expectations in the league's expectations, that's a good year. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. A, it's a step. It's definitely a step in the right direction for them. It's, it's going to be Young fun team. to see him in 2019, too. Yeah. And, and think they traded their ace before the season starts and just replaced him with a, probably a better pitcher is just is fascinating. That the, the Rays... Their roster turnover in the past five years—it's it, got to be. They don't. I, they can't have except for Kiermaier. It's the only guy that I can think of that's on their team still. What ace did they trade before the season? He means Archer in the middle of the season. I, I, did I say before the season? I meant during the season. I meant during Archer. The season. Well, and then again, though, Archer was playing like shit. He was. No, dude, Archer's not an ace, but everyone thought he was an ace, and now they're seeing that he's a four-ERA guy. I mean, yeah. he fooled us. Anyway, anyway, let's 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 get on to the uh, one minute. minute. Oh, okay, all right. No, go ahead. Let's rip. Let's rip it. Let's rip it, let's rip it bro. All right, Scaff, uh, you got opinion? No. Damn it, Joe. I just ripped it. There you go. Ripped it. That's boy. Uh, for the first time ever, I actually don't. But I have one for next week that I'm planning. So it'll be a. Th- Two and a half minute opinion. You guys are gonna give me a leeway of thirty seconds. That's, so. No, that's a lot. That's a lot from you to ask, Joe. I don't know if I. I don't know if I can do that. My um, Please? I'm gonna do a one minute. Oh my god, ready for this? So, this is my one minute opinion here. It's not really an opinion, just kind of a story. So, I have a PlayStation controller. It's very old. Came with a system. Um, so I popped it on the charge the other day. You know, just to charge my controller, and I took it off, and the controller was still charging. So, like, disconnected, and it was still charging. And now the controller, I, I think, is broken. But it was absolutely mesmerizing to watch this thing, like, blink orange. You know how when it's charging, it, it, it flashes that light? It was exactly yeah. like that. And it wasn't attached to anything. It was just nothing in it. I was like, wow, this is, uh, this is out of hand here. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a truly fascinating story. I mean, you know, I, I, I try to do what I can. I mean, it's just... 
It's like, come on. And if anyone has any, you know, advice for me on how to like not break my controller, I would love to know because I am, I am at a loss. I don't know. I'm that's just, a, that's a tough life there, Mark. Tough life. I know. How am I gonna play Fortnite? It's just terrible. Rest in peace. No, it's not. I got another controller. Don't worry. But listen, if you enjoyed the show, follow Twitter, Instagram at CaughtLookingPod. If you want to leave us a voicemail, ask us a question. Two zero three. 936-9165. If you want to see some more stuff from us, thecalllookingshow.com. As always, don't get caught looking. Remember the words you told me, love me till the day I die. Surrender my everything cause you made me believe you're mine. Yeah, you used to call me baby, now you're calling me by name Takes one to know one, yeah, you beat me at my own damn game You pushing, you pushing, I'm pulling away, pulling away from you I give and I give and I give and you take, give and you take Young blood, see you want me, see you want me Yeah.